Welcome to Conversations with Postpartner, where we explore aspects of running a successful wedding photography business through conversations with real wedding photographers around the world. Our guest this episode is Sachin Kona. He is the creator of ARC, which started as an interview website and podcast that has since grown into a photography community and even a live event called The Experience. Sachin has won numerous awards for his wedding photography and has twice received the Industry Achievement Award for his work with ARC. What I love most about this episode is hearing how Sachin is always looking to improve himself and his business and how he shares his journey of why he left his old job behind to pursue life as a wedding photographer. Thank you for joining me and I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Sachin Kona. What my life used to be like. I was very sad. I had a lot of stress, had a lot of anxiety. I stopped seeing my friends. I got sick. Um, and I saw how my life could be if I continued down that path, right? So I knew I had to leave accountancy and, and just like make the most of my life. I'm crafting the life of my dreams. So I literally, I'm living the dream and I'm, I don't take it for granted. I know what my life used to be like. And, and like, I just, I wanted to get better and better and I want to help people and I want to serve. Awesome. Well, Sachin, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so glad that you could be here on this podcast. Um, it's an honor. I mean, you're a veteran podcaster yourself and somebody that I look up to personally. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate you being here. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Mars. Um, how, how is it going? It's like beautiful out in Vancouver. Have you been able to go outside at all? Or um, Yeah, actually. Uh, so um, I guess just to set the scene, it's like early April, um, and yeah, I guess we've been under uh, physical or social distancing for a few weeks now. Um, yeah. Getting a little bit of cabin fever, but I'm quite enjoying being at home. I'm not going to lie. Um, the weather is beautiful and we're going for walks every single day, which was uh, one of my goals, actually, um, to just get daily walks in. Uh, yeah. And now I'm, I'm getting that <laughs> because of all this, uh, <laughs> I guess, just time indoors. But yeah, otherwise, uh, doing, doing pretty good over here. Yeah. Awesome. And whereabouts are you living these days? Are you in Vancouver? Yeah. So I'm from um, London, England. Originally, I'm in Vancouver right now. I was home and traveling around India um, at the start of the year. But uh, but now, yeah, home is home is Vancouver, BC. And that's where I've been for the last uh, few months. Awesome. And for those of you who don't know, Sachin is like just a, a wonderful human being. Um, like can't find a single person that I know would say any otherwise. Um, also just a wonderful photographer, wedding photographer, street photographer, um, an amazing conference organizer. I think that's where we first met actually was at art conference in 2017, 2018. Yeah. A while back. Um, so in, in light of all of the the chaos that's going on, how, how's all that stuff being affected for you? Um, yeah, sure. So yeah. So you know, I guess you, you kind of mentioned in the intro, but um, yeah, so I, I'm a wedding photographer, like that's majority of where my, I guess, income comes from. Um, and then I run uh, an annual conference where, where we met um, called, uh, called The Experience uh, in Vancouver, BC. Um, and then I started a podcast too, a couple of years ago um, uh, called The Art Creative Podcast. And so um, affected in different ways, but mostly uh, with with the weddings. Yeah, definitely postponements or a couple of cancellations just because they were just so soon or they were literally happening in the next week or a week ago. And mm -hmm. my most recent ones, um, a lot of couples uh, postponing to next year, which I don't blame them for at all. Like just to kind of ease uh, ease the stress. I can't even imagine what it's like for them. I mean, yeah, everyone I'm kidding. Yeah, everyone in their own way is um, is challenged by the situation. I think you just got to have like compassion and uh, an understanding and just do what's best for for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so the wedding's definitely affected. Um, in my mind, it's uh, I'm I kind of want to see it for the worst and and then just like hope for the best. So in my mind, I at the moment I'm feeling like I'm not going to shoot a wedding at all this year. Yeah, but then just having that realization, like just helps me um, sit with it for a bit and then like move on to, okay, look, what can I, can, what can I do in the time that I have for this year? Um, how do I want to come out at the end of this period? And so, yeah, I've been, so to answer your question, like, um, yeah, I've been working, I've been kind of bouncing between working on ARC and yeah, doing some interviews, some Instagram lives. Um, you know, I really want to support the community during this time and, um, and stay mm -hmm. as connected as I can with them. 
uh, at the same time, I've been yeah working on my own business in terms of the photography and you know updating contracts, speaking to lawyers, like um, making sure that my new contract for when they do postpone is like watertight um, and that everyone's clear on what uh, yeah what the terms and conditions are because not that they weren't clear before, but going through something like this makes <laughs> you look at every little um, cross and dot. So uh, yeah. Whatever. I feel I feel like everybody's kind of been scrambling to adjust their business models and contracts and wording. So yeah, yeah. I, I imagine forced uh, upon us. Yeah, in my head, uh, you know, like I can just see, you know, myself even or and others be like, my contract says what I'm going to do. What in this scenario? Like, <laughs> yeah, <it's so> true. <laughs> no way! Like yeah. that's not why. I, that's yeah. that's totally not what I want to do in this scenario. You know, like. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, it's good to have um, to look at all the other areas. If you are going to be speaking to lawyers, look at all the other areas as well, and just mm-hmm. just make sure like that's that's good money well invested. I think, especially during this time. Yeah, totally. And you mentioned that you are um, like helping out with the community, trying to like spread positivity. Um, I, I've seen it obviously because I'm a part of that community. But um, can you talk about like why why that community is so important and what community? like means to you? Cause you seem to be somebody who spearheads a lot of community in the Vancouver photography wedding scene. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, thanks. Uh, well, the positivity side of, of it is, um, it's just me being real. Like I don't think in terms of doom and gloom all the time, there's always, you know, an opportunity whenever there's something, you know, just the polarity of like, there's something, there's, um, a beautiful word. And I think it's in Japanese, like they have the same word for disaster as they do for opportunity. And mm. like, and I, and I love that. So I kind of see it from that sense. Um, and it's like, okay, look, we can be prepared uh, for things like this that happen in our lives. But also there's a lot of opportunities there. There's like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm not going to make any money this year. But there's a lot of people making money right now, right? If that yeah. is what, what they're focusing on. Um, there's a lot of people who were like wanting time to spend time with their family or read or like, um, you know, get take care of their health and wellness and stuff like that. And so um, now we have that time. And so... I don't know. I just kind of want to put things out there that make people think in um, a more positive way to, to be a bit of a light when a lot of, you know, when we're stuck to, or hopefully not stuck to, but, you know, looking at Instagram and Facebook all the time and looking at um, our inbox and then looking at the news. And it's just like everywhere you turn is a lot of, um, it can be a lot of like negativity or things mm-hmm. that, that, um, that can be, can be a struggle. So I don't know. I, 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 I like, having a place where I can go to and invite other people to go to whereby they feel supported, where they can ask questions, where no one's like judged. Um, and, and, uh, and that stuff brings, helps me and my energy, you know, yeah. like just putting good stuff out there and then it comes back, you know, like, um, it's just like a mirror. Like if you smile, like the mirror smiles back. Right. So uh, I can't, <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to like, um, be, be that, um, out there. And to be honest, I get it from my parents. Like they've always been super involved in community. Mm-hmm. They did it effortlessly. It was just something that they did. It's like, you know, uh, brushing your teeth every day or mowing the lawn or, you know, asking you checking in on your neighbors or your family or whatever. It's just like, um, they always did that. And so it comes a bit more naturally to me and I, I and it really, uh, yeah, it gives me energy, man. So that's, that's, uh, what I do in times of like, um, yeah, struggle, anxiety, stress, or I just have to reach out to people, and then yeah. like that lifts me up. So I want to be that to to others. Yeah, oh, that's so good. And just to clarify, like you didn't create community like in response to like the current, um, the current crisis that we're having. Like this is something that you've been building for quite a while, and it just so happens that you have this like community to to spread that positivity and talk to you. So yeah, so okay, yeah, so to kind of set the scene, um. Yeah, Arc started uh, at least, it started off as an interview website, much like uh, kind of, you know, the, the podcast, just interviewing other creatives, understanding a bit more about them and who they are, what they're about, why they create what they create. And then mm-hmm. uh, and then on to kind of the work and talking about that. Um, but uh, first I wanted to kind of create the brand and then out of the brand came, um, so that was online. Out of that, it, it turned into an in-person gathering. Um, Mm-hmm. And so as much as it's called a conference, it's, you know, I want it to be like, not what you think of in terms of a conference. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, um, 
that's been going on for like four years now. And so to answer your previous question, that this year I hadn't actually planned a conference this year because I wanted to move it from winter to spring. Yeah. Um, so, and I've been wanting to do this for for the last little while. So I never organized anything for this um, for this fall. And, you know, I was thinking about it because every year I kind of, um, I'm like, oh, I just kind of want to, I, I don't want to have that big gap and not see everyone. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about doing something smaller or maybe doing... Um, mini events around Canada and maybe in around the Pacific Northwest, like Seattle and Portland and things like that. Um, just to build a community and expand it a bit, but, um, but nothing ever like, uh, was set in stone. And now that, um, you know, we're in a <laughs> pandemic, <laughs> uh, it's probably a good, good, uh, good decision, but you know, as soon as we can get back together and, um, get back onto, uh, yeah, onto the arc dance floor and the karaoke and all that like i would love to i'd love to create something again yeah no we'd love to see you do that again because you're obviously talented and gifted at bringing people together in that that context so excited to see what you do um one of the like original questions that i want to ask you i mean this has changed so much just because of what what's been going on Mm. um but i think it's still important or interesting at least is um you you seem to like juggle a lot of projects and they're not like little projects they're like really big ones that have like lots of meaning and obviously have a lot of people so you have like art conference i can't imagine a conference is easy to organize and bring all of the pieces together um you have your wedding photography business which is, you mentioned is your main source of income um, and then you obviously do other things as well. Like you have, uh, like you're in a relationship, your, your family is in the UK, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's just like this juggling act, like what, wh- how, how do you do that? <laughs> you juggle all these like different big projects. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely been like building up over, over years. Um, I, uh, as my background, I used to work in finance. Um, I was an auditor, so not not anything remotely creative, I guess. Um, definitely within that field, and um, so it was like you know, and as an assistant manager, so I was like managing projects or audits, um, and there were deadlines, and you know, required focus and um, and discipline, I guess, in, in that sense. And so, and you know, presentation skills, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, communication skills, like, and it taught me a lot. And so that helped me with the wedding photography and um in terms of like the client relationships and then i just wanted to figure out ways into like systemize it i'm always thinking about like oh how can this be better um you know how can i make this more smoother in the future mm-hmm. um i'm not always as good as like at good as sorry i'll say that again i'm not always as good at um you know following through with some of the ideas that i have but um but this is something that i just want to like improve all the time you know Mm-hmm. And so, um, so once the wedding photography started to get stable, then I started to think about, okay, look, what else can I do? Because I was always in this like nine to five sort of job and, or even longer than that hours wise. Um, and, and I don't know, I just kind of wanted to, and I was learning photography on the side as I was being an accountant, but, um, but I just wanted to use like, uh, extra time, I guess, to, yeah, you know, spend time in relationships, obviously, and spend time mm-hmm. with friends and things like that. But I'm just like so curious. So then that's how the interview site um, was created. And then that, I used to throw parties back in London when I was in, at university. And I thought a conference would be much uh, or very similar to, to throwing like <laughs> a, a party with, um, you know, DJs and, and MCs. And, yeah. and then you sell tickets and you have an audience. But the conference has so many more moving parts. and. <laughs> photographers from all around the world different days etc so it is very different but that's i guess like being a bit naive at the time um led me to to throw the conference um and again just like kind of building over time like um i i really care a lot about like how i start my days and my morning routine is very important to me so mm-hmm. like if i start off like clear-minded or um with reduced stress and anxiety it just makes me more creative and um and the way i find time is that um I'll do wedding photography and, you know, work on those things. And then when the editing, for example, or um, updating blog posts or whatever that is, like gets boring, then I'll work on like other stuff that excites me. So I yeah. can like continue working. And then when that starts to get a bit tedious then I'll work on other things. And, and as time's gone on, like, you know, with the podcast and with um, the blog and whatever, like getting copywriters involved and 
different production teams. And so now I'm like outsourcing um, areas so that I don't have to do it all, which definitely is a quick way to, to get increased stress and have a lot of anxiety. So, so yeah, I'm just kind of like building systems and, and getting people on board to, to help me out with the things I want to um, produce and execute. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Um, do you have any, like, like what's your key to staying organized with all that kind of stuff? Are you like a spreadsheet guy? Do you have like a CRM you work with? Are you just really good at remembering this stuff or? Um, yeah, I wish I'd, I've tried different like CRM, um, uh, tools and they haven't worked out as, as great for me. I think what I've learned is to kind of theme my days, um, into like, okay, this is going to be like a recording day. This is going to be, um, you know, an editing day or afternoon or whatever that may be. And so like, um, different afternoons are, are, this has all kind of gone out the window. Uh, I just want to say like, you know, with, with regards to everything <laughs> yeah. going on right now, because there's just news coming. I just want to be real. Like, you know, it's not, um, it's not like I've, I've had the same um, kind of structure or balance since. I'm still trying to find my rhythm, especially because I'm at home all the time now. Like, yeah. um, so it's, uh, well, pretty much all the time. Like, yeah, things, things have changed. But what, what I'm doing right now is like structuring my mornings and my evenings and making sure that I'm getting in all the kind of self-care practices. Like that's first and foremost. So like I bookmark my mornings and evenings with like, and I can go into detail if you want me to, but um but that's, that's kind of done. And then from like nine o'clock onwards to about 6 PM is like kind of, uh, focused on work with some breaks, uh, for movement, which is really key right now because I'm not able to go to a gym and, um, and, you know, do other, um, sports, so to speak and, and things like that. So, um, so yeah, just getting like loads of, uh, movement in, but, um, I'm just, I have a, have a, rough outline of kind of what my work blocks are where my movement blocks are and then I kind of fill them in for the week for when I'm when I'm free while I was looking at kind of what my calendar looks like and I kind of just plan the week in advance at the moment um that's at least what what I'm doing and I have a um I use uh the it's called the gold diggers journal by mi goals or my goals um uh yeah so it's migoals.com and and that's been amazing because it, it keeps me on point it has like a habit tracker to the right um, each day only gives you like so much space to put in like your key tasks. I try and do like my number one task first and foremost, like the most mm. important thing Yeah. for today. It was like updating a cancellation contract for a wedding. <laughs> Very, um, so exciting point to the time that we, yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. It's, just, it's just something that I want to put yeah. off. Right. But it's yeah. the first thing that I kind of did. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then the rest of the day is kind of, uh, is, is kind of similar, man. Like, um, but that, that journal, uh, re- yeah, just really helps me kind of um, stay on point. And it's called the Gold Diggers Journal because it's like at the start of the year, I spent quite a bit of time like thinking about what are my goals and then um, breaking them down into like quarterly milestones and then breaking that down into like, okay, what do I do, need to do each kind of week or every two weeks mm-hmm. so that at the end of the quarter, I've like hit that milestone. And then if I keep doing that for each week and month, I hit the other milestones and by the end of it, I've like hit my goal. Um, had a killer year. Sorry? So, so, yeah, they said you just have a killer year if that all works out. Yeah, if that all, exactly. If that all works out. But the, what I've been challenged by in the last few weeks is, um, is like my goals have slightly shifted now because it's like, oh, income is so much more important. Um, like, you know, what, with especially with weddings being moved to next year and um, – you know, people, you know, you, you pick up last minute bookings like each year. I know, I know I definitely do. And then, then there's family sessions and the random like proposals, engagement sessions and, and like all that stuff is gone now. Right. Like yeah, for the foreseeable future at least. Yeah. So now I'm like spending more time in like thinking about, okay, well, how can I create income um, during this time? Like, is it through arc? Is it through photography? Mm. Is it something else? Like, um, yeah. So so I'm spending time thinking about that, seeing what other people are doing. You know, there's, there's time scheduled in my day to like look at the news because otherwise I'll just look at it like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that. kind of how I organize it now. And I don't think for me, any app or CRM or whatever is, is really going to help me with like mm. how much news I watch or how much movement I do and stuff like that. If there is something out there, then please like uh, message me to anyone <laughs> listening to this. But, <laughs> yeah. but like when it comes to just yeah, managing your... Um, 
Yeah, like when it comes to just like managing my wedding workflow and things like that, like I've started to use Studio Ninja and, um, and uh, you know, I have time now to like really utilize that even more. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I want to I wanna dive more into, more into those kind of systems. So that when I, you know, my whole thing around now is just like when this is over, I want to come out really strong, right? Like I don't want to be like, oh, I just watch loads of Netflix and, um, and like, I'm glad that's done. Like, that's how I remember COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I finished Netflix. That, that black hole there in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just like, it's a good, it's, there's a lot of opportunity right now and um, a lot of the things that we wish we could have done or whatever. And it's like, let's just get focused on, on those things right now, you know, and just chip away yeah. at them. Like, but at the same time, I just want to say like, it's also okay to do, nothing <laughs> just soak it in relax like yeah you know, there's a lot of bombardment to your brain and and something i want to do more of is just like relax treat myself like to evenings i've been eating a lot of popcorn and watching movies recently like in the evenings i'm not gonna lie but yeah you're not alone you're not alone <laughs> yeah man, but it's so fun and i love it i like look forward to the evenings of doing that where i can just like switch off and yeah you know um and and yeah just trying to think of like different ways to to connect with people is like really important to me like with friends and um and just have like fun like in a online way i guess right now because we can't go out as much so that that's equally as important as like you know getting down to work and uh and uh hustling so to speak yeah 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 that's so good and this might be like a i don't know if you'll be able to answer this but i mean maybe you will because you're somebody who puts a lot of thought into things, it seems. Um, but like, why, why do you, why do you do all this? Why do you set these goals and why do you like seek to be like disciplined? Like what's, are you like, is there like a, like an end goal that you're like working towards or is it just, you want like every day to be better than last? Like, hmm. um, I care. I really love like self-improvement. I love, uh, just to go back to like, um, what my life used to be like. I was very sad. I was had a lot of stress, had a lot of anxiety. I stopped seeing mm-hmm. my friends. I got sick. Um, and I saw how my life could be if I continued down that path, right? So I knew I had to leave um, accountancy and, and just like make the most of my life because, um, you know, without going into like too much detail, like, um, yeah, I, I, I felt like my life was done. Like I was, mm. you know, um, I, you know, I wasn't like, super stressed or depressing in that sense. But I remember having conversations with my mom just saying like, what is the point of all of this? Like, I just want to be a monk and I just want to like <laughs> be in the hills. Yeah, I just want to like meditate or learn how to meditate and just like be one with whatever is out there. Like this is the sort of thoughts that were going through my head at like 24, right? Um, yeah. Or like many years ago. And, uh, and so um, I just see it as a huge blessing that I'm a photographer now. Like people invite me to their wedding days. It's such an awesome time. Like I dance and celebrate with them and, and that's like my job. And then I get to like throw events and, um, I always wanted to be like a teacher kind of growing up. And so now I get to facilitate education and, um, and again, like I, I'm crafting the life of my dreams. I literally, I'm living the dream and I don't take it for granted. I know what my life used to be like. And, and like, I just, I wanted to get better and better and I want to help people and I want to serve. And for me to be able to do that, I, I need to be in a peak state. I need to be optimal. I need to mm-hmm. um, continue to learn and improve myself. And then I can bring like others along with me kind of on, on that journey. And so, um, you know, at the moment, this is, this is kind of like what, what kind of inspires me is just, or underlying like why I do what I do. Um, but um, I just know what the other side is like. Like, I, I, yeah. I used to beat myself up a lot when I didn't like get in my meditations or I didn't get my yoga in, or yeah. if something was like an obstacle. And I know that doesn't serve me either. Like being that, you know, um, addicted or not addicted, but like um, being uh, negative towards myself because I wasn't getting the stuff in. Right. Like, um, so. But I know that it, it benefits me when I do do it. I'm, I'm my best self when I do do these practices. And I know how much it helps others. And I want to be able to do that too. So it's kind of like um, just continuing down that journey to like uh, keep learning, growing, improving. And let's see, let's see where it goes. I, I'm just enjoying like the days, you know, like yeah. when, I, when I do these things. So That's so good. That's such a good answer. <laughs> but it's kind of, um, it's kind of what my, 
my parents did as well, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, especially especially my mom, like um, for so many years, she's been doing yoga. She wakes up at 5.30 every morning. She does her like breathing techniques. Um, and like, you know, I've never known my mom to be sick or take medication um, mm. or anything. And she just lives like, and she's always just very... Um, you know, I never see her get stressed or like really angry and stuff. Uh, things just roll off of her like shoulders and, and it's like, man, I want to be like that. That's super <laughs> inspiring. And I tell my mom often, like, you know, you inspire me so much. Um, yeah. And so um, it's like seeing people like that and especially my own family and seeing it every day, it's like, it's definitely rubs off on you. And and then I see other people do it and, and yeah. like, they're kind of the benchmark for me. It's mm. like, I'm not competing against myself or anything. I'm just like, I see um someone like Sadhguru who's who's a yogi from India who is just like so joyous so calm like the way he sees things and expresses um himself and helps others is like super inspiring for me and it's like I want to be more like that and yeah. so so it's like yeah let's just go on that that journey you know and uh yeah anyway hopefully that wasn't a bit of a ramble but that's that's kind of <laughs> what why I do what I do yeah no that's good and I feel like a lot of people listening like might fall into this this camp where maybe they're at that place where you were when you were coming out of um, when you were like twenty four. You were you were working nine to five job. Um, what like how did you kickstart that transition into this now this this new life? I guess you could call it of yeah. like pursuing your dreams and following that because I, I there's. A lot of people want that and a lot of people know it's like, yeah, this will probably make me happy and I'll probably be a better person, but there's like a hurdle to get over or like, where do you start? Where do you start? Like, yeah, totally. What would um, that look like for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely wasn't easy. There was many hurdles, a lot of patience, um, but they were all lessons. Like it was teaching me mm. as I went along. And so I've recently been journaling a lot. And right now, um, before I go into that, like I'm journaling about like the things that I'm learning because of COVID-19, you know, about myself. Yeah. And, you know, if this happens again, because it very well could like SARS, bird flu, swine flu, you know, not to get anyone like scared or anything like that, but it's, you know, just like recessions have happened in the past, 2008, 2001, mm-hmm. like we're in one now pretty much like, um, it can happen again. So it's like, um, my, I have a, a personal coach and she said, you know, the brain is a deleting machine. Like it will forget this time very quickly. Mm-hmm. Just like if you went to university, you went to school, like how much, you know, you don't remember everything, right? Like, so <laughs> you don't have to tell like, me that. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's like, strange. um, so recording that as you go along, like the lessons so that next time you can look at it and be like, oh, okay, this is what I've got to do. I've got to have a morning routine, evening routine. I've got to set a schedule. I've got to make sure I have this in my like pantry or fridge or whatever, like <laughs> whatever it is, you know, the, even the basic stuff, just like write it down. But, um, but yeah, so anyone who's going kind of through this at the time, like, um, yeah, I highly just suggest journaling just to get stuff out and then you can see it on paper and be like, okay, this is where kind of like my feelings are at. You can look at it at a different time when you're in a better mood or mm-hmm. um, or something, but just to kind of like get it out, share, express is, I think is really important. Um, but, uh, but I just set like the goal of like wanting to have this life. So modeling myself on kind of, my heroes and so when i was a an accountant i used to look up to people like the images found sean flanagan eric clausen mm-hmm. um, and be like wow like these guys are amazing i want to do what they do and i just wanted it so bad and so it's like having that kind of role model or those um heroes i guess and seeing that other people can do it too learning yeah. about their stories um and then just like slowly chipping away at it you know like reminding yourself uh, i love vision boards so i have uh <laughs> have vision boards like in my <laughs> in my kitchen <laughs> my bathroom whatever like yeah. it just reminds me of like where i'm going and then these things start happening and um and then telling and sharing more people sharing with more people about it you know saying that hey i'm gonna like move to canada I'm, i want to be a photographer like yeah um and just just making it more real by the words that you use and by what you write down and by the, the inputs that your eyes take in, like, you know, the vision boards I mentioned, yeah. um, your brain or your body like starts to recognize those things. And then it starts to attract that stuff into existence. Whereas if you just keep focusing on like sad things in the news, or you keep beating yourself up because of negative talk, or you keep, um, focusing on all like how much you hate your job, but you're not doing anything about it. Like if things aren't going to change, 
right? So, yeah. um, so I just set like a big, you know, audacious goal at the time of like, I guess, yeah, becoming the photographer. But uh, and then later on, it was kind of like moving countries as well um, because. <laughs> I guess like at the time I didn't, I didn't want to be a photographer. Um, well, I didn't want to be an accountant, sorry, in, in the UK. I wanted to have a certain lifestyle and Vancouver was super appealing to me. Um, yeah. so, so that's kind of where I moved to, to Vancouver, but, um, but it just made me hungry. Like I suddenly had a purpose and I think that's really important for, uh, for anyone is to just like, you know, spend time figuring out what is your purpose, what, what excites you, what, um, what lights you up and mm-hmm. then literally like follow the light, just go mm-hmm. down that path. Cause that's what you were designed to do. And, um, and you know, like it's not a race. It's uh, it's all about, it's not necessarily about achieving that goal. Even it's just about, um, moving in that direction and yeah. enjoying the journey, you know? Um, yeah. Cause we're always going to set new goals and things like that. And we never really like, you know, these are the things I'm learning now. So we never like, sit back and reflect on like, Oh, I did this, I did that. And just like really celebrate those goals. We just move on to the next one. Yeah. And so for me, it's like really about just enjoying each day and, um, and enjoying the process and the journey. And if I'm not, then it's like things have got to change until yeah. I do start enjoying it. And, and it takes time. So be patient and, uh, have compassion for yourself. <laughs> yeah. So it can seem like it can seem out of reach, but it's actually like quite practical is what you're saying. Just- yeah, definitely. I mean, um, there's so many stories of, I don't know, like um, actors, actresses, you know, celebrities, people that we kind of look up to who who came from like really harsh backgrounds. It wasn't meant to be in there. Like, you know, that's not typically what happens to to people from that background or from those circumstances. But, you know, like from, from that, they um, are able to achieve things. So I don't know. I just don't think that... Um, I, th- I truly believe, sorry, that whatever you put your mind to, you can, can achieve, you know, like, yeah. um, just takes hard work, dedication and, and love for what you do. Yeah. And just keep persisting. It seems, yeah. I feel like journaling is such a helpful thing, hmm. especially like you can look back at like, okay, where was I at the beginning of this year? Where am I now? And it's like, what actually changed? What, like, it, did I do all the things that I wanted to? And then you can reshift your focus and just keep setting those goals. Yeah, totally. Like, um, yeah, journaling is, is is super super helpful. Like, and I also highly recommend surrounding yourself with people that are on the same tip. You know, like wanting mm-hmm. to want to also improve or want to achieve this similar goals, and you can support each other, hold each other accountable. Um, I've definitely quite a few different accountability uh, accountability buddies, <laughs> so to speak. Like who who you know, when I say I'm going to do something, like they help and support, and we. And I help and support them and we, we hold each other accountable, you know, to like, yeah. um, achieving uh, our goals or dreams or whatever that is. Yeah. That's amazing. How, I mean, you seem to be like pretty social community focused. Um, I'm just constantly blown away by the company that you seem to be with (laughs) and people you're friends with. You're, you're friends with everybody. (laughs) And, but it's like the person who's like just new to wedding photography. It's also the guy who's like the influencer who's been teaching for years. Um, like how, like where does that come from? Is that just your, your community focused living? Like you just love people and bringing people in. Like how do you, how do you <laughs> draw all these people to you? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I mean, thanks. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't feel like I have, um, like, I mean, I love my friends uh, back at home and, and my friends here. Um, and yeah, super appreciative of everyone that I know in the community. I think um, uh, it's, it's hard to explain. I, I know how I knew the people that initially helped me or who I was inspired by. And it was just by being just genuine, like mm-hmm. with uh, whoever I met. And, um, and, and like when I first started doing or getting into wedding photography. Um, I just wanted to like meet up with everyone and just get to know them and, um, and just build a connection or just like, uh, and, and keep in touch, you know, um, and see how they're getting on their journey. And, um, and so like, 
sounds really weird, but Twitter was really huge back in uh, like 2010 to 20. Oh, yeah. Remember those days? <laughs> yeah, man. And I still tweet. Like, I love Twitter. It's awesome. <laughs> um, and, uh, but before blogging or, well, I guess before like Facebook was big, Instagram didn't exist. Um, like, people just used to, um, well, I guess before Facebook groups, actually, because Facebook groups changed, changed a lot of things. But yeah. Flickr was big and Twitter was big. And so people would post on Flickr, like their blog blog posts, things like that. And so I would see other wedding photographers work and then comment on their blog posts and just see what they were doing. And especially when I was in England, I would comment or connect with a lot of the photographers that I really admired and just, you mm-hmm. know, um, and that happened for like almost a year, two years. And then they start seeing your name often, right? Like my name yeah. is like John Smith. It, it definitely sticks out a little bit. So, um, and then when I was in Vancouver, I'm like, hey, I've moved here. I would say, hey, do you want to meet up for a coffee? And then, and then that was it. Like, and mm. I, I love coffee dates. I love meeting up with people. I'm very extroverted. Um, this, uh, yeah, so it becomes easier that way. Like I just love getting to know different humans, what they're about, which is why I have my... Um, yeah, the podcast and the interview series as well, because I'm just so curious. And I think it's being like <laughs> genuinely curious about uh, people is, is what um, is, is what has helped basically. And so I don't know, man, like, yeah, I appreciate you saying like, I have a lot of friends um, in all these areas. Uh, I don't think that's, that's true. Like maybe from the outside <laughs> perspective, that, that's what it's it looks like. Outside but, perspective. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, um, but I have like, a small number of very close friends that I love and, um, and they're the ones that like, uh, yeah. That, and the number is small and I love it. Like it's, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I love people and I love getting to know lots of people and, and, and we're all, we're all connected, you know? So, yeah. um, definitely like through arc and through, um, the Flickr groups I mentioned and, and then through Twitter, like I've just continued to always genuinely want to be like, Hey, how's it going? How's your family? Like, you know, yeah, whatever. And then without any expectation of it being something, you know, there's a lot of people who connect because it's like, what can you give me? But it's just like, I don't know. I just want to see how people are. And then, um, yeah. And then just go from, go from there. <laughs> yeah. But real, real talk though. Are there days where you're just like, I just can't stand people. Just oh, dude, get away. So, yeah. Well, not, not that I can't stand people, but more <laughs> that. So I'm extroverted, but I'm like the most introverted out of the extrovert. So when okay. the arc, the conference happens, yeah, like that can overwhelm me because there's just like so many people. And then, um, as kind of like the founder of it, like everyone knows you, but I don't recognize everyone all the time because no, everyone yeah, yeah. is like their Instagram profile picture. Um, <laughs> Surprise, then, surprise. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so once I was thinking like we should all just like wear or have the badge of whatever our like profile picture is so like, I could just have the name. So that's yeah. why I have the name tags, man. Like at our teleconference, I have the name tags to like, one, so that people can make connections, but two, so it's like, oh yeah, hey, hey Miles, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> just because I forget, I forget easily, but... um I think for the first like year, maybe two years that you talked to me, you would call me Miles for life because that was my Twitter oh, handle. Yeah, man. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Miles for life, man, in the house. Exactly. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Twitter, maybe we, we met on, on Twitter, man, um, that way. But it's like, um, yeah, dude. Like, uh, so, yeah, to answer your question, um, like, I love, so I can go to something like ARC or go bowling with like loads of friends, but then I just want to be like alone for a bit now and I'll <laughs> be at home and just kind of come, like, you know, have my, my me time. And the more I meditate, the more I do like my morning practices and things like that. Like I just love time with myself. And I think, and I, and it never used to be that way. It always used to distract mm-hmm. myself from myself and just be around people. So I didn't have to address the things that were going on in, <laughs> in my life. Right. Like, yeah. And so as I've like slowly stopped drinking like as much alcohol and you know i still have drinks but nothing to like what i was like you know 10 years ago when i was an accountant <laughs> <laughs> then it was about every friday night you know drinking you know waking up hungover doing it yeah. again etc and then going back to work right so that you just forget about work on the weekend and yeah the escape now like exactly yeah and now i don't really have any vices like that like um but um but yeah definitely love to have like me time and so I'm, I'm just like seeing this sort of uh, social physical distancing to be like, oh, this is like good time for me. Last year was like really hectic um, for yeah. me in, in so many ways, like personally, and then with like ARC and some travel, weddings, et cetera. Um, 
the podcast, like, yeah, I was juggling a lot and uh, one or two weeks of like travel and being at home and my, my father wasn't doing well and like it would just throw me off and then I just felt like I was always forever playing catch up and I never had time to catch up and now it's like, oh, I have time to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Great. Like I love this. Like besides the income thing, which um, like, you know. It's kind, it's of, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a big deal. Thankfully, I have like savings and things like that. And, um, and that's, that's helpful. If, you know, for those who, who don't, there is obviously a government support and there is like different funds for photographers or creatives and, and things like that. So that the support is out there and there are places that, you know, we can go to. Um, but at the same time, like it's, it's just like a really good time for me to um, just learn from the challenges and to like start getting stronger in those areas that I thought were strong, but actually might've been a, a bit weak. So it's like, okay, yeah. well I have, have the time now. Cause the world is literally like, I swear we manifested this sometimes, you know, it's just like, Oh, I wish everything could just stop. So I could just do these things <laughs> and have more time. And you know, like, um, yeah, careful what you wish for kind of moment. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true though, man. Like it's sometimes I'm like, man, did I manifest this? Like in some way in my own world, like, you know, I really yeah. wanted just that time. And now, I, now I have it. So I better not, better not waste it yeah. hey i'm not blaming you so don't worry <laughs> <laughs> it is no i mean it's a, it's it, yeah no i mean it's a it's a rough time like i don't want to um not uh consider the fact that you know people people like are sick or have family members who are sick or who are losing mm-hmm. you know family and stuff like that and and um and yeah my you know my thoughts with with them like it's it's getting closer to home like in terms of like my friends and their families back in the uk uncles like people getting sick or passing away man like it's mm-hmm. in vancouver like i don't know um obviously well your audience is is, is worldwide but um but like at least in vancouver i feel you know it, things are bad here but man like um it's just so different in in other parts of the world and mm-hmm. yeah we just gotta count our count our blessings in that sense for sure definitely stay inside do our part yeah 100 percent. so good um, I wanted to kind of ask you a bit about your podcast. I mean, we're on a podcast talking about cool. a podcast from podcasters. Um, you, you mentioned, you've mentioned multiple times that you're just like a curious person, always looking to learn things about people. Is that sort of what drives your, like your guests? Like, is that how you choose your guests? They like offer something that you want to learn about, or is it kind of like a combination of you just are interested in them mm, or good question what? man um yeah so okay so it originally started so i mentioned that i started off as the online interviews and i guess i'll just talk about that um because that drives a lot of the podcast and, and everything else for sure but, yeah um so i used to be an accountant and i was be- becoming this kind of creative photographer or wanted to be a photographer and you know kind of fake it till you make it sort of thing and so uh, yeah I just didn't get like how other people could just be creative and go out there and just shoot and see all this amazing light. And, or, you know, at the time it was all about textures and then it was about like flair and then it was about like soft (laughs) and then it got whatever. And it's just like, how, how these guys creating what they create, like what inspires them? What are they looking at? What are they reading, listening to whatever? Like, um, because I, it didn't come to me. Like I'm I'm not looking at whatever they're looking at. My images (laughs) don't look like that, you know? So, um, and so it started off from, from like insecurity, I guess, of just Mm -hmm. being like, how do they do what they do? And, and then I've learned, uh, you know, definitely from interviewing like many people that like a lot of artists are insecure. A lot of them like are trying to figure it out as they go along. Yeah. Only show their best work, obviously, and show what you want to sell things like, you know, just like starting to see patterns and, um, and that we're all very, we're just so similar, like so many of us, you know? And, um, and so it started off in, in that sense, just being like very curious, uh, to just find out more and yeah, to help me on my journey. But then also I know that the power of sharing and that it will help other people too. Um, and then obviously photographers and the people that I was interviewing, like I interview people who are open and, and love to share and care about community and, yeah. um, love to you know, yeah, love to teach basically. Um, so that's kind of like how I pick my guests. But uh, with the podcast, um, it definitely started off as interviewing photographers, but I'm genuinely interested in like all creatives. Um, I love mm-hmm. like the, the um, Netflix documentary series Abstract. If you haven't seen that, definitely. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh man, you're in for a treat, dude. It's so awesome. Um, and so, yeah, like 
it just goes into like different designers, illustrators, like architects mm. and um, to like, you know, set designers, uh, clothing designers um, and just shows you kind of their like process and behind the scenes and like how they, you know, start with a blank canvas and then start to create and, you know, make mistakes, learn from those mistakes, put themselves in front of different art, start creating new art, blending art forms and, that's so so interesting and inspiring for me, man. Like, um, hmm. and then like it's connected with like nature is is really inspiring for me too. Art, yeah, art, the kind of art nature. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like uh, synchronicities or within them. Yeah. Um, like I love sacred geometry. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm just kind of like now getting want to open up the podcast to just interviewing like a lot more different creatives and um there's no kind of goal in mind like I, I i think it's just so that i can as a permission slip just kind of unleash more of my own creativity or start to explore different things yeah and um, i've really loved being a creative with arc uh, the conference at least and you know thinking about like the venue and ways in which we can get people to interact in a different way and what the stage will look like you know what they're down to like the stickers and the way people um can connect with each other in the break to the karaoke and the party and theming stuff <laughs> everything like, yeah man it's so fun like um I, I love that stuff and then so um yeah it's just like creativity is fun and so it's like okay let i just want to hear from these other creatives and, and let's see where let's see where that goes you know yeah and how how has that if if at all how has that affected your photography like because obviously your your input is so many like amazing creatives in yeah. so many different areas how, how does that influence like your photography style or wedding how you shoot on a wedding day or interact with your clients yeah that's so cool man um so uh basically my photography i really care for consistency and wanting to it to look um like a certain like when it's a wedding i don't want to start getting like i i really want it to look like how it was and how it felt to be there yeah. and it's just and it's all about the feeling really. It's not about putting, um, like I love seeing people use prisms and get all like crazy effects and things like that. But when I was first learning just the, some of the photographers I would work with, uh, like people like Ed Pierce and assisting him and, you know, he would always just say like, you know, I want to shoot it like how it looks and how it feels. Right. And that really, yeah. I've tried to do some of these creative things and I'm just like, ah, oh, just not me. Um, <laughs> but I love other people and, and seeing what they do. I think that's really cool. Um, I would like to get a lot more playful with, um, and I have been like with portraits and with sessions and having just yeah. like more fun because there you can get a bit like more creative and bring out um, more of the couple's personalities and stuff. But when it comes to weddings, like I, I kind of want it to look um, like in 20 years, I still want it to look like, man, that was awesome. Like it's still, yeah. it's not like, oh, that was so 2020, you know, <laughs> uh, um, where people did that thing. Yeah, <laughs> the, face face, the face and, mask uh, trend. Yeah, it'd be like so uh, 2020. Yeah, no, it's just like you know. So, but you know, textures is like 2013. Um, double exposures is like 2015. Yeah, like visco is like very 2014 and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like I just want it to be consistent and, and look good. Um, but having said that, I can get creative with my events, and I can get creative with like playing the drums, and I can get creative with like in my relationship and yeah. in other ways, like it just influences me in more subtle ways. I don't think it always has to be like on Instagram. Yeah. That this is how I'm a creative and I've just got more and more comfortable with that. You know, like I love seeing creative imagery, but I don't necessarily think mine has to, at least with weddings and what I show mostly has to yeah. be that way. And I love facilitating creativity for others and sharing it with others. Cause it's just like, wow, man, someone had that in their head and then like put it on a piece of paper or, sculpted it um like salvador dali for example is one of my favorite artists man yeah. he's just like so i don't even understand how he does what he does <laughs> exactly and i think just that's like... the cute like we don't need to understand yeah, yeah. Like, just appreciate just... it yeah and hmm. and so that's yeah so yeah hopefully that that answered uh to that question <laughs> yeah no you answered it great um and we are we're out of time so Sachin, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, uh, you always have so much wisdom and 
every time you talk, I just have to smile. So really appreciate <laughs> you being here. Um, is there, is there anything going on in your life that you, um, are you excited about any projects on the go that you want to share with everybody? Yeah, sure. Um, so like right now, to be honest, man, um, with this, with everything going on, I'm kind of, my, my biggest project right now is just kind of like understanding myself more. Um, I mentioned the journaling, I mentioned like the morning routines. I'm really trying to like lock in my evening routines that kind of me or myself or the self is kind of the project, um, right now. Like I'm, I'm working on the podcast, like interviewing um, guests for like the next kind of season. I do, I always do the podcast in seasons as opposed to like every week Uh, that, that may change though. But right now, working on that and then um otherwise just working on my business man like honestly just the photography and um just staying like fit and healthy because like say we're out of lockdown in two months you know hopefully it's not that long um but it very well could be and it's like i don't want to be tired and unfit on a wedding day because that first wedding back man it hits you so <laughs> it's like every you know every other day like just tra- like training and moving and, and making sure that i'm still like fit and healthy um but, uh, but yeah, just working on the back end of my business, man, getting all the systems like locked in so that when, uh, when we do go back, um, it's just smooth and actually I can be a less of a part of it in many ways. I want to be able to just let that run. I want to shoot a wedding and then the rest to be like, you know, edited by yourself, your good hands and your beautiful eye, man, like, <laughs> um, post partner. And then like, you know, everything else is just kind of like flow. So I'm trying to think about how can I do that right now? Yeah. And what systems can I implement? Um, so yeah, fun stuff, man. Systems and processes and <laughs> documentation. Um, it's just like now's the time to do that. And then the more freer I am of that and the more systemized I can get ARC, then the more time I have, which you know we were talking about earlier, it's like I'm going to have more time for like my girlfriend, Maxine, and my family and like all those friends you mentioned, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, just, uh, of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but you know, just spending good quality time. I think it, this yeah. is going to teach us a lot about like what, who's important to us, what's important to us. How do we want to live like now? What, you know, and that, that's what I'm kind of like working towards. So that's, that's the future for me, man. Amazing. That's beautiful. Well, I think that's a great place to end it on those, uh, positive notes uh, again, Sachin, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure chatting with you. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great Easter weekend. Thanks, brother. Yeah, you too, man. All the best. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Bye. If you want to check out Sachin's wedding work or any of his projects like the ARC website and his podcast, the experience or anything else he has going on, those links are going to be in the show notes for you to check out. Please show him some love on his socials because we really appreciate Sachin being able to join us for everybody to enjoy. On our next episode, we have Melbourne-based wedding photographer Michael Briggs who talks us through how he photographs 80 weddings a year by himself and still finds time to do all the things that he likes. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. If you found this conversation interesting, let us know by sending us a DM on Instagram at postpartner or send us an email to hello at postpartner.com. We look forward to sharing more of our conversations in the next few weeks. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you later.